check, check, check one, check two. I hope you can hear me. This is a Spoon Drop podcast. I don't even know if this is episode five. I just wanted to come to you. Uh, just a few days ago, Joe Rogan moved his whole podcast over to, I think, specifically Spotify. And uh, lo and behold, a lot of right-wing and uh, radical for Trump supporters that he had on, uh, their interviews are gone, uh, just wiped off. So no one really knows what happened there, but uh, it's going to be fun to see how this plays out because everyone loves Joe Rogan. If you love podcasts, if you're listening to this right now, you've listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. So uh, let's just say if he signed a deal where he lost rights to uh you know some of his archived episodes and they get to control it that uh that really sucks and he sold out because uh it was always like he wasn't a sellout he would have everyone on and uh he doesn't fight or argue with everyone he gets in some nice heated debates and arguments but you know it always stays civil and it's fun and that's why it is probably you know, one of the top five podcasts in the world. And uh, that's probably why we're here right now talking on this podcast, because I enjoy listening to everyone's podcast. I'm a podcast junkie. So uh, it's going to be fun to see how this plays out, because uh, his fans are not going to be happy. And they advertised it as all his past episodes were going to be on there, and not all of them are on there anymore. So we'll see how this plays out. And yeah, I, I, we're on here because I love podcasts. I love them. I love listening to them. While I was working, doing flooring, I would have my headphones in all night. We would be working from 8 at night till 8 in the morning, sometimes 7.30 at night till 8.30 in the morning. Headphones going the whole time, podcasts the whole time, never any music. I'm sick. So, but it made the night fly by. You know, you know, it's a few episodes of Spin Chicklets, a few episodes of Sean Avery, bounce over to a murder mystery, boom, night's over. So, I don't know what you guys like listening to, but, uh, we got into podcasts. I, my first real time listening to a podcast was uh, Shit Town. So if you haven't listened to it, big plug for uh, This American Life out of Chicago. And they did a special called Shit Town. And uh, it's a must listen to. It's got to be over a dozen episodes. So get ready, sink into this thing, and just... Uh, Get ready for a ride. That's why I still to today search and try to find crazy mystery and murder podcasts because uh, that one was awesome. It got me hooked. And uh, from there, that's it. And sometimes for me, uh, I know you guys probably have to just like, you know, it's just unbearable to try to make it through one of these because my voice sucks but i love listening to podcasts because of some people's voices it's like a book on tape it's like a good uh narrator you know if you have that voice i don't think i have that voice some people may say oh joe your voice is fine i don't think it but you know that's just my opinion
but it's not stopping me from getting on here so i guess i'm not self-conscious about it so guys check out shit down seriously and other than that if you don't listen to other hockey podcasts uh spin chicklets number one hockey sports podcast in the world i think uh Don Cherry started a podcast after he got let go from uh, Rogers and Hockey Night in Canada. He got let go. He started his own podcast, Don Cherry, uh, The Grapevine. So check that out. He's, uh, he's a little wild. They do it in his kitchen with him and his son and his daughter. And uh, they talk uh, current hockey events and stuff going on. And... Uh, who else? Ooh, Sinbin won out of Vegas, but they go long. They Some of theirs are over three hours. I can't listen to that. They're talking hockey nonsense for over three hours. That's like a sports show. I'm looking for, you know, maybe we talk on a few subjects and then boom, we bounce we bounce on or I move on to a new episode or, you know, spin chicklets. They always have the good interviews. So they're always interviewing everyone, telling awesome stories. Freaking awesome stories so uh you know oh my gosh i guess you know i might as well uh just the other day i was talking about cobra kai i guess we had our own little karate experience with will will did karate for a little bit uh so will when he was five he did karate and some of the lingo they use was amazing it uh literally had us cracking up for weeks until we went back in there but uh they would talk to the kids and talk to them about you know beyond class they would have to buy more equipment and more geese and more pads and more this and more that for tournament so if you want to compete in tournament so there's numerous tournament throughout the year so if that sounds funny the way i'm saying it that's the way she said it to these kids these four and five year olds so uh every tournament is tournament it's not the spring valley this that tournament you know golden horseshoe tournament no this everyone is tournament so uh we really we got a kick out of tournament so if you want to compete it costs extra you pay for tournament and you get green belt in tournament. So level up. You want to level up? Level up. Also, I want to explain uh, the Cobra Kai show. That was a runoff Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. Now, I do not know what the Karate Kid is called. Where Mr. Miyagi is with the girl. I, I don't know if you've even seen it. I don't know if it's Karate Kid 4. I don't know if it's New Karate Kid. No. No. Also, the one Jackie Chan and Jada Smith. No. No. This is strictly Daniel-san and Mr. Miyagi. So check it out. Again, Cobra Kai on Netflix. Binge that shit. Let's go. So... Hmm. I don't know what you guys think, but uh, everything now is a conspiracy, or uh, everything gets debunked, or everything gets canceled. So we got a guy right here in Port Huron, uh, on Facebook. His name is Kevin James. I know, I know. 
but Kevin James, out of port here on this guy, he wants to run for mayor. They're, they sewered him. They're making sure he can't run this election. Why? This guy wants to take down everyone. Why? He hates pedophiles. We love this guy. Well, we have friends of friends. They don't like the guy. But, hey, anyone that's against pedophiles, hey, I got to support you. That is awesome. So this guy's right here in town. We also had a guy months ago. He was going around and he was going with his phone or a camera and he was making a fake account and going to meet these guys that wanted to meet little kids and he would be like yeah meet me at target well he would go to target and corner the guy and you know hey what's up Derek like oh I'm supposed to be you know Ashley a 12 year old girl like what are you doing most were young boys and it's sick but uh, he would be like, yeah, you want to meet an 11-year-old boy? What the fuck? Like, ah, uh, follow the guy around. Make sure he followed him all the way to his car. Got his license plate, this, that. Hopefully these guys, you know, caught an ass whooping. Hopefully their neighbor or someone was waiting for him when they got home. But these things are on YouTube. And uh, I don't even know what he is. He's like the portier on Stalker or something. But, yeah, he got these guys. Uh, it's like that show where they go into the kitchen on uh nbc or whatever and the guy that you know jumps out and hey what are you doing here and then as they leave the house they get arrested just like that but this guy's a vigilante just out there on his own and uh i love batman so you gotta love a vigilante so go get it buddy but uh this kevin james guy he wants to do it the right way he's doing it out there he's putting so much stuff on the internet it's disgusting and uh the people are just sending him information so we'll see what comes of it you know but i'm happy there's someone that is so passionate about it right here in my own backyard because uh we live in a small town and uh there are so many sex offenders here and uh like pedophiles it's just sickening all over the world it's sickening so a lot of people say you know, it's whatever it is. It's not a, a crime. It's a disease. Fuck that. Fuck that. It's fucking disgusting. You should see what they do to these guys in South America. Honestly. You don't even want to see it. It's on the internet places. But they'll let a canine, a dog, rip these guys apart from the junk first. So that's real. I'm not making that up. They're doing it. They catch you, you're getting your dick ripped off. That's literally what's happening. And they'll do it in the street in front of your buddies, your little pedo buddies. They can watch out the windows. So I like I like that. So if anything went down, you know, South America, it's dangerous. But obviously they hate pedophiles. So I'm down with that. Hmm. Oh, what other conspiracy theories? We got other shit, right? There's all sorts of stuff going on. Well, just... It's all, everything, right? From JFK to 9-11, come on. Everything was a conspiracy, right? Something, something or something. There was always something to something. It, like that guy with that rifle from the book depository couldn't fire three, four shots. Their bullets couldn't do those curves and hit people the way they did. So there was more than one shooter. So why, what, what, why? Why would you do that? Why? But, uh... Gosh, that's interesting. I've watched so much stuff on JFK. But, uh, yeah, to watch American history, you almost have to start 
post World War One, right before World War Two. Uh, you get like, you know, let's do the last hundred years. You do the twenties, then the thirties, and then in the late thirties we roll right into World War Two, and that rolls through right until the spring of forty-five. And then all of a sudden, by 53 or 54, we're back in Korea, we're fighting there. And then, what, in the mid-60s, late 60s, we're in Vietnam, into the 70s, right? So yeah, it was a disaster. You're just fighting. Every couple of years, you're going back to war. And then we had a little break there, but Cold War, don't forget that. But not as many troops or deaths. And then, boom, you go into Desert Storm, and then Iraq and Afghanistan and all that. Oh, and now this. And now we'll just fight on our own ground. Now we'll have a civil war like they did a long time ago. So I wonder what the flag's going to look like. Oh. I don't even know. I I honestly think, you know, I'd be pro-America 100%. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I always thought I would maybe join the military. But also, I don't want a military that fights against its own people. But also, our own people, we've kind of destroyed our own states and, you know, our own country. So we're attacking our own self. But I know we're uprising. But, you know, how much is uprising and how much is just purely destroying and wrecking? And, you know, literally, if you take over, you're fucking yourselves. Like, if everyone else folds and you take over, you have cities burnt to the ground. What are you taking over? You're taking over a fucking, what is it, Mad Max. I don't know how cool that's going to be. But I don't know. Hopefully none of that happens because it's peace, baby. Peace and love. Let's get that yin and yang. You, I said one time, I think the person that runs as a Democrat and the person that runs as a Republican or independent, whoever are the two top, you know, leaders, the guy that wins is the president. The guy that loses and comes in second, even if he's an independent, boom, vice president, you don't even have a running mate. So you wouldn't have like Joe Biden bringing in Kamala Harris because Kamala Harris is nowhere to be found. She could be like a member of their cabinet, but she's just sitting out because you have your two people run the race and you're going to have a winner and a second place second place does not go home he has to fucking keep working too and he has to keep the guy who won and beat him accountable and make sure that they're not fucking everyone over i thought it would be a great system and everyone would work together obviously people are like oh then why wouldn't you just kill the guy and take over well we would have to have a system where god forbid if there was a death the vice president doesn't just take over. Maybe he stays vice president and someone else steps up into the president spot. So you don't have those conspiracies and people plotting against their cabinet mate and their running partner. So think about that. The, what, what would we do right now if Trump and Biden... That, you know, that's who's going right now. No one else is really in it. I haven't even heard an independent name. Last time around, we had Hillary, Trump, and the independent girl. I forget her name, but uh, Green Greenspan or something. But she was, uh, she had a lot of momentum. But that's the thing. You know, we had 66 million people vote for Trump, 69 million vote for Hillary. Uh, and Trump wins because he won the right states and got electoral votes. And, uh, 
everyone hates electoral college because of that now but before it was great but yeah like the other hundred million people that are eligible to vote didn't vote so all of a sudden a hundred million people vote for Kanye West Kanye West wins the majority I don't know if he would win the electorals or this or that but he had a hundred million votes I would assume the guy with the most votes wins Hillary didn't but uh yeah, you know, that's where we got to leave it up to an absolute as expert. I like to think I could follow it a little bit, but those electoral votes and stuff, that's where you could tweak it. And that's where the Democratic Party lost me years ago. What is it when they screwed over Bernie four years ago? You don't screw over Bernie. You don't screw over Bernie. Don't mess with Bernie. I love Bernie. You mess with him. You took away all his votes. He won the whole Vermont. He won every county, all 55 counties, and you only gave him whatever it was, 7, 17, whatever, and you gave the rest to Hillary. Unacceptable. He got all 55 there. What are you doing? You're tweaking it, and you mess with things for your own gain or what? I don't know, but I don't know why you would do that. But, like, uh... I think I've said it once before. Watch uh, Fahrenheit 11.9. Fahrenheit 11.9. It's only two years old. But uh, really good. I think that one's on Amazon. you got to get Amazon Prime. If you don't have that, yeah, no, you're living in the Stone Age. But Amazon, you know, if, if you love Donald Trump, obviously Amazon hates Donald or everyone. So... All the big ones hate the guy that's trying to flip the script, I guess. And is he really flipping the script? He's just, he is not a politician. He's not a lifetime politician. But, you know, what is he doing to flip the script to make these people so mad they want him out? I I don't, I don't see it. I don't know why. But I also, I don't see why some of the people I love so much back home, some people hate this guy. They really, they want to see him out. And they, you know, feel like it's, death to america if he gets one more day but uh you know it's just funny because i have a lot of neighbors here and stuff that don't see it that way so i don't know i'm drinking a bud light so what are you guys drinking right now Hmm. if i was rambling that's because yeah just uh letting the cbds and thc soak in just enjoying this bud light uh relaxing so yeah Hopefully everyone could uh, talk to their friends and family because when it comes to this stuff, if you can't even have a good conversation and a long conversation and uh, you get mad and you want someone to see it your way, that's that's not how you talk about life and politics. Uh, you know, you really just, you know, it's yin and yang, you know, you got to have both. You got to have that yin and yang. Uh, it's all about balance. Balance. So remember that when you're talking with your family about all this stuff, because we only have how many days left? Come on. How many days do we have left? We're, we're got to be under 50 days. We are coming in on this election, right? It's right here. It might be it might be a little further away. I'm bad with math right now off the top of my head, but uh yeah, I think 
we're over 60 days. Sorry, I said under 50. We're just over 60 days away. Unbelievable we're that close. All this, Trump already made it through four years. Donald Trump was president of the U.S. for four years. Unbelievable. Guy might get eight. Who knows? But we are coming down to the last two months of this crazy campaigning. I can't wait to see the videos they put out and the crazy nonsense. Because remember last time, right? it was right before, right before. We were, what, two weeks out. They saved that video, the one from on the bus. You know, Trump is saying, you know, you'd just see a pretty girl and just walk up and, you know, grab her right by the crotch. He said, I'll grab her right by the pussy. And that did not phase that election. That guy's, you know, it was locker room talk. He, did, he didn't mean it. Sometimes you just, you say something like that and that's nonsense. Who does that? Who doesn't shake hands with a woman and just grabs her by the pussy? Obviously a caveman. But uh, we have a caveman for president, and you could say, bah, 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 bah. it's just locker room talk. If I ever got elected president, I don't think I would say that. But if you were recording me my whole life, I'm sure I've said something to that means or worse. And don't hate me for it. What are you going to cancel me? Cancel culture? That's the worst kind of culture. People freaking say shit. It's your First Amendment right. You're allowed to say shit. You're allowed to say whatever you want. So, oh gosh. But honestly, there was years you're really not allowed to say whatever you want. I played hockey and there was years I didn't even know there was a First Amendment because in that locker room, if you speak up or you say something, oh boy, oh boy, oh When I was playing in Richmond, Virginia, my second go around there, we were a First year, Richmond was in the SPHL. We had John Brophy as our coach. And uh, no joke, Brof, you couldn't talk to him. You couldn't talk back. It was just unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> so when I went down there, I didn't even quite, I didn't know exactly who he was besides for the rumors and the legend. And there was a guy coaching pro hockey that they wrote the movie Slapshot about and Reg Dunlop, Paul Newman's character, that classic head coach, you know, of the Charlestown Chiefs. He brings in the Hansons, you know, all that stuff, playing the mind games with the players. He was a real guy and it's just unbelievable. And then all of a sudden I end up in Richmond with that guy, John Brophy. Brof wasn't a big guy, but if you look at his hockey DB or Lee Prospects, Brof was an animal. Over 300 pound minutes a year. He's a little defenseman. I think 5'8", maybe in his prime. By the time I met him, car accidents, old age, gravity. The guy was probably 5'5", five five or smaller. And uh, absolute animal. Brof, uh, he had prescription glasses. He had one glass eye from a car accident. Uh that wasn't that long ago. I think it was when he was in his 60s. He was 74 years old coaching us in the SPHL. 73 turned 74. His birthday was absolutely out of control. They had a fake Marilyn Monroe transvestite come out. It was unbelievable. But uh, that year was awesome. But that was a guy you couldn't talk back to. You couldn't talk back to him at all. And uh, it was just... It was just, 
it was rough as a young hockey player not being you didn't know you were always walking on eggshells around your coach but uh there was a morning uh so by mid-season people knew how to mess with him or press his buttons and uh this kid uh melnick uh <laughs> donald melnick melnick looks at miss he goes oh, i'm gonna get him going walks past him bro's kind of sitting there drinking his coffee and staring off into space drifting off and his prescription glasses they would tint in bright light so if he got in the locker room these glasses would tint like sunglasses so you couldn't really see where he was looking he walked by and i said calling him brof he goes good morning john and took off and man i've never seen brof get up so fast and chase him down and you son of a bitch who there he is there he is get over here who you call me john who you talking to so he's mad he called him by his first name and uh let's just say that was a horrible practice we skated all day and uh i think i even threw up and that uh that pissed brof off even more so <laughs> we're not going to talk about food now after that throwing up so don't mess with john brophy don't pet talk back to your coaches and uh yeah let's stay tuned let's see what happens with all this stuff but remember stay even keeled yin and yang keep a good balance so uh love your neighbor love each other be safe and uh i'll talk to you guys soon Take care.